When I got back from boarding school, you know, I'd been in Switzerland for two years and I had become pretty French. And I had like orange velvet bell-bottom pants and I opened my shirt all the way to the navel. And also when I ate watermelon, I had this European way of spitting the watermelon seeds out into my hand that I would cup over my mouth instead of just spitting them out into the air, which is how it was done in LA back then. Um, but when I got back to LA, which was this culture of like immense conformity and real machismo, um, everybody wanted to beat me up. And I had, I, was, I had a group of kids that I hung out with and they were like the misfits. We were all small and we were all bullied and we just hung out together because we, we thought we would get less bullied if there was, we were in numbers, but we were all unable to defend ourselves. So we all got bullied as a group. Uh, and they would, they would be in a gang, the bullies. They would, they would be a roving gang. They would walk around looking for small, uh, frail kids to, to, to take money from and to, to, to push around. And they did this thing they did. They would throw you in a trash can upside down. It was called canning. And they would can you. And it was very embarrassing. You, know, you have disgusting food all over your hair and stuff. And it was just it was humiliating. Um, but this had gone on for a while. And... Um, I signed up to go on a trip to the Grand Canyon through the YMCA with my friend Peter and my friend Rob. And we were all misfits and we all had been bullied a lot. And it turned out that this was a group of kids in which we were the oldest kids and all the other kids were smaller than us. And me and Peter were really excited to be like bigger than the other kids. And we wanted to be the bullies now. And Peter had a switchblade <laughs> that he brought and there was like maybe like 20 kids and we were all in this cattle truck uh, driving to the Grand Canyon for like two days. And we were all stuck in the back of this cattle truck. And the very first day, Peter takes out his switchblade and he just sort of like cleans it on his leg so everyone sees that he has a switchblade. And then we basically decided we were going to take half of the truck for ourselves. Me, Peter and Rob would take half the truck and the other you know, 17 kids had to share the other half. And some of them protested, and we basically uh, threatened and bullied them. And they were all scared of us. You know, we, we were bigger, and we had a knife. And we were just loving being bullies. We just, we were so happy to be able to do what had been done to us, to others. But our friend Rob was disgusted. And he said, I hate what you guys are doing, and I'm going to go with them. And he actually left our half of the cattle truck and just got into the really crowded <laughs> other half with all the other little kids in protest. And I felt ashamed by that. And I had a little uh, kind of a religious epiphany, I think, on that trip where I decided I was not going to be a bully anymore and I was just going to be nice and loving. And on the way back, I persuaded Peter to put away the switchblade and to share the truck with the other kids. And it was really because of Rob's moral compass that I did not have. And the sad thing is that Rob later started having mental illness and he um, told me he could hear St. Augustine speaking to him. And then I started getting crazy letters and he was like homeless and I saw him again years later in Georgia with his parents and he was just a husk of who he had been, but he had been like this beautiful, evolved kid. And I uh, 
I haven't reached out to him in, in years. 